May the Lord open our minds to the miracles he has in store for us, dear heart dwellers. Wow, you can never outgive him. Each day is a wonderful adventure with him. And knowing the challenges we face each day, he gives us sound instruction on how to maintain and grow in intimacy with him and in holiness. Today I felt a bit distance after communion and asked him to please make himself visible to me. Oh, how tender is our Jesus. Knowing my frailty and neediness, he immediately showed himself to me and motioned for me to put my hands on his heart. As I did, I immediately felt an infusion of grace and a sweet transfer of his glory into my being. Dear ones, we are creatures of light and glory brought forth from the very bosom of God. When Jesus comes to live in us, that glory and light are amplified. But we're so steeped in the world and our flesh, we don't perceive the beauty of his presence and the power of his glory on a minute-to-minute basis. Oh, I pray that for each of us, that we would be your vessels of glory, Lord, and of light in the darkness of this world. Help us to see who we are, not flesh and blood, but fragments of glory from the Father's heart. Help us to feed that holy fire and grow in holiness, that we may truly be a light to the nations, as he has called us to be. My dear ones, we need only to cultivate our relationship and love for Jesus and the Father, and he will do all the rest. We need only to be obedient to his inspirations and commands, and he will flood the world with our light. And to reach this amazing place, he asks us to immerse ourselves in him every day putting him first and giving him the very best moments of our day. In this place, he's greatly comforted by our love, and we repair for all the indifference of his other creatures who've turned their backs on him and are preoccupied with the world. And in this place, he shows us his immense gratitude by feeding us with the true manna, his very own substance. After I had placed my hands on his heart and felt that infusion of grace, I again saw myself as a little girl, four or five years old, being held by him. I tucked my little face against his neck and just basked in the sweetness of his love. Then he gave me to the Father, and I cried tears of joy and thanksgiving for his immeasurable kindness to me. Because, as you know, just recently he's shown me a lot of things about myself that were certainly not lovable. Daddy held me ever so closely, and again I found my place against his neck and beard and just tucked into the most glorious place in the universe. I came from prayer filled with his goodness, and now I long to share it with you. Oh, have no fears. Draw close to him, very close to the Father. I hear so many stories about the immense power of the Father, but I've never experienced anything 
other than a father's tender affection and comfort. Maybe because my soul was made to be a child forever. I don't know. But the thought of all that power scares me. Yet he has never chosen any other way to greet me than with the tenderness you would show to a young child seeking comfort. And I didn't have a father, so so it's really quite amazing that I can even understand what that comfort is. In fact, in the song, Come to Me, which the father gave to me some time back, he expresses a tender welcome to me into his house, into his home in heaven. And it's meant for all of you to understand his true nature is loving and gentle and caring, and he longs to have you in heaven as well. Lord, have you something to add? Jesus began, What could I possibly add to that? This is how I experienced my father, with great tenderness. How I long for the day when all my children will finally see who he really is. Claire, everyone has a different way of relating to him. But you have chosen littleness for your life. And littleness must be treated with infinite tenderness. It's fragile, delicate, sensitive. It's vulnerable and easily shattered. That is why I have called so many of you away from the world, the media and sinful entertainment. I am restoring your childlike purity. I am washing away the crust that has encased your hearts and made you so insensitive to me and the voice and the breath of creation. As you are purified from the ways of the world, you will begin to feel an ever-increasing love for creation. Both those who are created in our image and the world of nature, the trees and plants and animals, your desire to communicate with my creation will begin to blossom and be fulfilled. I intended this relationship in the garden, but after the fall I had to instill the fear of man in my creatures. You will find that fear no longer exists in heaven. And then I was reminded uh, to quote Genesis 9-2, The fear of you and the terror of you will be on every beast of the earth and on every bird of the sky, with everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are given. Jesus continued, But even now this dispensation of love is growing on the earth as people begin to see all creatures as miracles of creation and relate to them with tender care rather than exploitation. You, my people, will grow in your ability to communicate with my creation as you grow closer to me. When you say something is in the air, you are perceiving the movements of creation the trees, the flowers, grasses, and animals, you are hearing their thoughts in your spiritual heart. They too long for the redemption, and not a day goes by that somewhere they are not suffering, even as you suffer, which Paul has written, 
I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from his bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. That's Romans 8. And so you see, you share a common bond as brothers and sisters who came forth from the Father's bosom. And therefore it is important for you to respect what has been given to you and to take good care of it. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. That's Genesis, the first chapter. Jesus continued, Not even one day passes before one of my precious creation is abused or wantonly slain because Satan has made all that I created a target for his wrath, but particularly the crowning glory, mankind. That is why the earth is being destroyed. He continues to take vengeance on me for exiling him from heaven and that he will never be equal or exalted above me. Again, I make the appeal to you, my children, who are steeped in the darkness of this age. Satan has made promises to you, but just as he has taught you to lie, steal, and cheat, you will see that he has lied, stolen, and cheated you of the reward for your services rendered. Understand, time will be rolled up like a scroll, even as the earth shall be, and time will be no more, and all the empty promises made to you about a kingdom in different dimensions and times will be shown for what they are. Lies. My children, how can choice fruit come from a tree of worms? How can you sow evil and expect to reap good? Do you not see that all you have done to others will be visited upon you in that hour? And Satan will laugh you to scorn as his demons rip and tear at your flesh. Common sense should indicate to you that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Simple logic should reveal to you that you cannot sow a wicked seed and reap a choice harvest of good fruit. Please, my children, please, turn from these lies, and I will forgive you and wash you clean with my blood. You have been lied to, and a lake of fire awaits you if you do not repent. The only good that can possibly come to you is my forgiveness, salvation, and the very real gift of heaven. Please consider, time will be no more not in any dimension, 
What you have been told is rife with lies and deception. Anger, bitterness and retaliation, jealousy have blinded you. Step out of your emotions and hardened hearts for only a moment and consider the character of who you are serving. I address you now, my servants and lovers. Pray for these who are so blinded and crippled by bitterness they cannot see, yet I give them opportunities to see, to glimpse and to repent. Please pray for them. Lord, I have a question about your glory and the nature of our being and what we truly are capable of. Jesus continued, Yes, there are many things being revealed to my hungry ones now. This is why I've asked you to separate more and more from the world. What I have for you is truly beyond your wildest imaginings. Many Christians live in the dark as far as what is physically possible to those who believe. As you become more and more entwined in my being, more intimately joined in heart and mind, I will reveal to you the nature of creation and the power you have over it as you have been created in my image. There are wonders of ministries available to those who love without reserve, those who love with all their hearts and live only to please me. These things have always been, but now they are coming out into the open as never before because of your ability to communicate with one another and the shortness of time. Yes, you are creatures of light who transform all you touch. To the degree that you love as I love, to that degree will miracles be done. Did I not say greater things than this you shall do? And the scripture is, Truly, truly, I tell you, Whoever believes in me will also do the works I am doing. He will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. It's John fourteen twelve. But my people do not chase after miracles, chase after me. Do not consider the working of wonders to be more valuable than fellowshipping with me. Yes, in the still dark place where my transforming power visits you, the coveted grace is still my presence, not the miracles. They are the natural progression of events stemming from your desire to know me, to be like me, to walk on this earth as I walked. And this is the way I fulfill it in you. Some of you have made remarkable progress in grace. Carry these burdens well, my dear ones. I have so much more for you. Know without a doubt this saying is true. You can never outgive the Lord. <laughs>